Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversation, because that's just what we do. But as you know, by now, we are having a special series for the amazing anthology project um, that was developed, The Evolution Effect, where we had 21 authors, including myself, um, talking about how we broke patterns, overcame adversities, and stepped into our greatness. And today I have one of our special and lovely authors, Mr. John Salema, who is phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Say hello to the beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. It's John Salema here. Nice to be on board uh, with you, Chanel, on this project. Yeah, and thank you for your yes and congratulations. Is this your your first, um, your first time, um, are you a first time author? This is my first time being an author, Yay! Uh, first time chapter, first time podcast, yes! and I am excited because I, I see better, brighter, forward things happening for myself and hopefully impacting others to do the same. Yes, I love it, love it, love it, love it. So <laughs> let's just talk a little bit about Mr. John here. So he was born in the Philippines in, the, in 1977. He immigrated to Brooklyn, New York at the age of four. Shortly thereafter, he lost his father through a violent tragedy at the age of seven, which brought him sadness. Then his American culture was taken away at the age of 14, which brought him despair. Wow, wow, wow. We're definitely going to get into that. Yeah. John is an active runner and had, has completed three marathons, two in NYC, one in Philadelphia. Wow, amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He has been in the hospitality industry for over 17 years. He has led organizations at his college, fulfilled his dream as an actor, and has definitely, as we said, served a career in the hospitality industry. That's amazing. Director of sales, right? <laughs> yes, that's okay. right. For, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. I love it, love it, love it, love it. That's amazing. So, wow. So, you're from the yeah. Philippines. That's amazing. I'm dying to go there, just so you know. Like, I Yes. Mm-hmm. It, has, it has improved uh, a lot in the tourism. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful country, uh, but it was something where my family uh, wanted something better for us. So, that's when we came to uh, Brooklyn, New York, um, back in 1982. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. I also see here that you have two children. And yes. you are have a lovely wife, and you have a fur baby. Yes, uh, we have uh, three beautiful kids. The, the fur <laughs> baby came first. Uh, she's going to be 10 next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, our son's going to be four next month, wow. and our daughter is going to be seven. Wow. Uh, so we are, we're a busy family. My wife uh, works full-time in the medical industry, and I'm just so grateful to, to be home and be uh, there for the kids and be that, uh, like to say, Mr. Mom, but mm-hmm. I am that, that, that strong husband, that strong father uh, who, who does everything he can to provide, even though there's no finances coming from me, I'm yeah. providing in other ways. Absolutely, absolutely. Because honestly, being a parent is legitimately a full-time job. So listen, it is a lot of work. So I completely <laughs> understand and over, over time, providing sometimes. major, massive value. Just so yeah. you know what happened. 
we go overtime sometimes, you know, overtime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, <full> -time <laughs> exactly. Overtime, yep. no, with no, over, with no time and a half, double time pay. Period. <laughs> no, no. Do it unconditionally. Yo. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh my gosh. So let's get into this. So why did you name, sure. why did you name your chapter? So for beginning. So soul forth, um, it stands for, we can break it down, soul, sun, meaning light to shine, and then forth moving forward, onward. Um, when I created it last summer, it was something that was brewing inside me for over three years. Um, the last three years in New York, I worked at uh, a couple properties, and those three years back to back to back, I was able to you know, earn awards with the team and as a manager. Um, due to some of the things I applied on a personal level, uh, developing others, and of course myself till this day. Um, and that was just the part of me when it came to doing better professionally, that mm -hmm. you have to do something personally. So so forth, um, you know, came about last summer. And when you look at just the word alone, again, it's going headed towards a, a better, brighter forward kind of life. But before you do that, that the title, so forth, beginnings, it, it always starts from how did you get to uh, a better place? Well, I went through some rough patches. I went through some bad times. How did you get to a brighter place? Well, there were so many dark areas in my life, especially the first half of my uh, 42 years on earth. And then like when you want to move forward in life, sometimes you have to take a step or two back. Sometimes you get, end up being stagnant. Uh, so those are the beginnings of soul forth um, on, on a personal like life experience level. Uh, so that's where it is soul forth beginnings uh, in a chapter uh, for, for this, you know, this book that I'm so excited uh, uh, to, to read everyone's story and, and be a part of. Yes. Wow. So what can our readers expect or our audience expect from your chapter when they get the books? If you haven't gotten the book, you need to get it now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please do get your uh, order soon because that's just not my story, but uh, beautiful stories of others uh, with their triumphs from tragedies and, and, and gains from losses. And, and my, my particular um, you know, chapter, and it, it could have been extended to more and more chapters for those incidents that I've had uh, the first half of my life, you know, losing my father through a violent death. He was in a fight. Uh, with some people in Brooklyn, and it ended up him dying uh, with brain hemorrhage three days later. So the violence uh, that that occurred at a young age, uh, and and you know, his life being taken away was was heartening. It was it was disheartening. It was it was something I carried all my life, but I did everything I can to remember the good things that my dad was able to provide myself, my brother, and my mom. Um, and at the age of seven, you really just don't know what to, you know, what, how to react. Um, but it hit me later when I was 10, when I was 14 and into my teens and, and uh, early twenties, um, his, his, his loss, like why, why would God take him away? And for many years, I blamed God. I didn't blame the people that he fought. I blame God because we know God is almighty. Mm -hmm. Um, but it took me time to accept that our almighty God, um, he, he makes the decisions. He has reasons why he gives and takes it away. Um, so that was one of the, the tragedies I've experienced um, at a very young age, at seven. Um, and then you mentioned earlier, um, when I was 14, my American culture was taken away. I grew up in America since I was four. And at the age of 14, we were sent back to the Philippines 
uh, to legally take care of our paperwork, our legal status in America. So you can look at it that we were deported uh, so that we can take care of our paperwork at the mm -hmm. U.S. Embassy in the Philippines. And it goes into a little detail in the chapter. Um, but during that time, I felt like uh, there was a culture shock because I grew up with so many um, different backgrounds and cultures, um, a, a, a diverse group of people in my neighborhood and in school. And then you took, take me away from American society and put me into a culture where I didn't grow up, you know, too. And that kind of triggered some things in my head on top of my, the death of my father. Um, and that was the time in 1991 where I was diagnosed with manic depression. So I was just all over the place. And that was um, a really tough time being stuck in the Philippines for, for nine months uh, in a, to me, a foreign country um, where I had to adapt, but then, you know, still have these thoughts of why, 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 why God did you put me here? Um, but we got through it. Um, you know, got, I, I, I met with psychiatrists and, and took some uh, psychiatric meds to, to, to um, get me balanced again. Um, and that was where, you know, we were headed back to America legally and you know, start a life again. Um, so those were the, like the beginnings of, of, of those tough times, the struggles, um, where, you know, I was, I, I felt like I, I didn't belong because I didn't have someone with me and mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't lean, I leaned towards my mom, but there was always this, so, so, something missing. And, um, that was that father figure. Uh, so throughout my early teens, you know, I had to look at my teachers and, and my coaches, um, to, to, to see a father figure uh, during those, um, you know, uh, adolescent uh, times. Um, but yeah, it, uh, <laughs> those are certainly the, the, the rough beginnings. And it, did, it didn't end there. It, didn't right. end, it, it continued. It continued um, with the, the psychiatric um, condition I had. I mean, having manic depression uh, during that time, there's so many things attached to it because of experiences because of episodes uh that dealt with psychiatric um you know mental condition uh schizophrenia paranoia um suicidal thoughts those are the things that um i had to battle it it was not it was not easy um so yeah i mean chanel it's a uh it, it's it was a, it's, a, it's a hard it's a hard um it's a hard thing to deal with when you have like mental challenges and when i say that i don't mean like like people are crazy that's not what i mean i'm talking about when you have experiences and when you have traumas that then kind of dictate who you are or how you behave or your thought processes right yeah um, it, it uh and it definitely wasn't like logical some of the things that right i got myself right. involved in so, you know, there's a term where, you know, you could hear that people are legally crazy and then there's mm -hmm. some that are illegally crazy because, mm -hmm. you know, people are totally off the wall with some of the actions. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm blessed to, to know that I didn't, you know, put anyone in a hospital mm -hmm. or I didn't, you know, I, that I didn't hurt myself. Um, you know, I, I, I turned things around because in, in, in the book, the central theme in the, in the chapter uh, is God. Mm -hmm. If I didn't like take a little step towards him every year, 
maybe I want to be where I am today. Right. So it's all to me, all glory to God when when it comes to finding triumph from from tragedies. Right. So in the chapter, you said all the while suppressing my past pains and not addressing the questions I had about why God gave me a troubled life. The healing was temporary. The band-aid that covered scars of mania, or mania and depression were slowly coming off. Right. What did you mean by that? Uh, so, you know, when we came back in 1992 from the mm-hmm. Philippines, um, I stopped seeing a psychiatrist. I stopped seeing, um, you know, I stopped taking medication. And just went about our, our normal lives, you know, went mm-hmm. to high school, played three different sports. So that was, I would say, a band-aid towards the deep um, feelings I had inside me, uh, the grief that I never got to uh, express, uh, and, and the crazy thoughts that, that was running in my head, whether my dad was still alive, you know, like he was taken away physically, but the back of my head, is he still alive somewhere? You know, is there, is there something that I did that caused this? So there was some kind of blame. Um, and, and, and it totally triggered again. The, the manic depression triggered again um, the end of my sophomore year in college. And so, like, when I said the Band-Aid was slowly coming off, there was just things I was just covering up by being active. And I, I, I enjoyed being active, mm-hmm. uh, getting involved in many organizations and, and uh, activities that was something that I was able to channel my energy. Um, but there was some, there was an, there was a bad energy inside me where I needed to address. And then it was readdressed. Um, I think I was at that time I was 19 years old, no, 1920. And I was in college and I, um, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I didn't take my finals my sophomore year. I, I left with my friends, uh, to Atlantic City to get away from everybody. I had, nearly, I had a nervous breakdown. And um, coming back um, home, I, I just took the car and, and um, I was driving on the wrong side of the highway, uh, the New York State Thruway. And it was a scary time for me that I just like, I just wanted to end it. I was mad at the world. Um, I, I just had so many unanswered questions. And so I was uh, confined. I was confined to a psychiatric ward uh, that whole summer. And then the following summer as well. So that was the pattern. When you mentioned earlier, uh, breaking patterns. Mm-hmm. Before you break a pattern, there's got to be a pattern. So I had a bad pattern of going back in and out of psychiatric wards, being arrested, going to psychiatric wards, not taking the meds, going back to psychiatric wards. An episode happens, go back to psychiatric wards, get out, go back in. So it was a pattern. And the following year, I got arrested at, at my college. I had to take a semester off. Um, and you know, these details are in the chapter and, you know, when you mentioned like six, you know, about how many words we could put, oh, I could have probably added, you know, another like times 10, mm-hmm. I could have added another, like maybe 20,000, 20, 30,000 more, uh, thoughts or ideas or experiences that happen. Uh, but I am grateful to be able to at least take that step forward and share, uh, this, this, uh, this horrific story where I was able to come out alive. And and um, be where I am today again. So right, right, and that's the that's the important piece is to to understand that we have we have different experiences and challenges in life, but to take that opportunity to say, well, hey, this happened to me, but it doesn't define me, and I'm going to I'm going to take the ownership to make things better and and truly 
heal myself. And that's what it is too. A lot of times, a lot of people, we all go through different things and have different experiences. And sometimes we have similar experiences, but everybody handles things differently. Everybody yeah. processes things in a different manner. You know what I mean? Um, I have a perfect yeah. example that my two cousins, they both saw, like you mentioned about um, your dad passing, they saw, like they literally saw um, their father like die right and they both had they both have been impacted from then to now but they Mm -hmm. both had different responses and have different behaviors and different mindsets because they they saw the exact same thing but they processed Mm -hmm. it two different ways but it it takes a it takes a it takes for you as an individual to say hey i know that these are my traumas but i i don't don't want my traumas to have control over who i can be or what my potential is you know what i mean and that's why it's super powerful yeah, it's, for you uh, to one share your story and two for you to take the necessary steps to say hey you know this is what i experienced be transparent in sharing your story but also how you what steps you took to make sure that you were okay and that you were um better and becoming the person that you wanted to be so that's super amazing and and i take my hats off to you um (laughs) because you you know it's it's real life you know what i mean and sometimes people will diminish and minimize (laughs) people's um experiences because a lot of times they don't understand that mental health is super serious and super important because they don't like you know physical health they take it more serious because it's something that you most of the time can visually see you know what i'm saying if somebody's sick but mental health, they more think, oh, they're just, they write it off. And it's like, no, the brain is a very powerful, powerful, powerful. It, it you know controls the body. It, it controls exactly. the body. Exactly. And then exactly. It, Go ahead. It, 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 it truly is like between the body, mind and body, um, it, it, they, they communicate. We know there's that third element that, that I like to preach about more and practice uh, when it comes to this company, Soulforth it's not just about the mind and body. It's about mm-hmm. the spirit as well. And the spirit to me, is like your, your emotional responses. It's how you, how you feel, like how you, are you being uplifted today? Or are you mm-hmm. being degraded today? Are you putting yourself down? Or are you being encouraged today? And that's, that's to me, the spirit and it, it's fueled by God. That's something where everyone's individual high source uh, is different. You know, you know, for me, it's it's through the power of Jesus Christ and accepting Him in my life, and and that He He is the Almighty, and that He fuels me. Uh, and those are the, some of the things that, that that we have in life. And I, I prayed about um, after overcoming manic depression. Those three those three things plus I prayed for more was was basically strength, courage, and wisdom. I needed strength to be mentally strong because I can't have these crazy thoughts and ideas in my head acting out in real life i can't because they'll get me in trouble I, right. I got handcuffed and arrested twice i've been in psychiatric ward over eight times mm-hmm. um so i prayed for strength and i was able to keep stay away from those institutions uh and, and apply my energy elsewhere um you know when it comes to courage you're gonna have fear in in in, in my particular life i was i was scared to um you know approach family members about my dad's death Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to, it was a topic that we don't want to talk about because it, it hurt them. Right. There were, there were adults when, when my father passed away. And again, it wasn't like a car accident or a natural death. It was a violent 
you know, act of, you know, uh, upon someone to take mm -hmm. someone's life out. And uh, that took a lot of courage. And in order to do that, you have to speak up, you have to stand up, to take action. And, and with wisdom, like strength, courage, wisdom, wisdom was something where I was like making mistakes. Even after I overcame manic depression, I made mistakes with dating my wife. You know, we were dating mm -hmm. off and on. We must have broke up, broken up like seven or eight times right, to right. finally propose to her. Right. But every time we broke up, I learned something. I right. became wiser. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it took a, a big event towards the end of uh, our you know, dating years to finally say, will you ask her, will you marry me? Mm -hmm. And uh, t approaching 10 years next month, it's, uh, it's going to be an incredible yes, <laughs> incredible journey. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the kids again are getting wild. <laughs> Give me one moment. I'm going to put something oh, on TV. Worries, or the, listen, people. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one second. Thank you. I completely understand because listen, I, I have kids of my own and they just sometimes don't care about what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. It's their needs, their noise, their games, their... <laughs> Oh, listen, I understand. Like, it's like parenting level 10 yeah. and still trying to accomplish what you want to accomplish and get things done. So, listen, I can yeah. understand. And we all they, the majority of us got kids. So, listen. <laughs> they're part of the journey. And, exactly, um, exactly, um, exactly. For those who don't have kids yet, you know, or, or not plan to have having kids, it could be anything that could bother you. Exactly. Be, Sometimes technology be, decides, yeah, we're not working today. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or simply a thought in the mind exactly. that you, you kind of lose focus on what the topic is. And I, that happens to me sometimes. I could, I could go off tangent with like my wife and a topic. And that's like when I take manic depression as, 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 as um, you know, it, it was a downfall for me. Mm -hmm. I look at it. Wow. You know, I actually have some great, crazy ideas that I've, mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've applied um, in organizations, in companies on the creative side. And, right. and it gave me fulfillment. So when I look at it, it's like, you know what? I, you may be thinking this way, but I'm, there's another way I think that could possibly work because the mind is, could, can be crazy. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to harness that, um, those thoughts, um, those visuals, then it could be used for good. Um, right. Absolutely. So Absol something absolutely. That, that is super true. Even though it's like, it, was, it was part of my life, mm -hmm. now I use it as a tool. You know? The, mm -hmm. the loss of my dad made me feel like I'm a, I'm a better father that right. I should, you know, I should learn from his lesson, you know, kind of like just, just be everything I could possibly be because when he passed away before that, it was as if he knew he was going to pass away that he had mm -hmm. to teach myself and my brother everything he knew. Mm -hmm. So cause like, that's one example of living your life to the fullest. My dad mm -hmm. had like two or three jobs and he still had time to take us to school, teach us stuff at home you know, show us different things. And if you look at that, like that, that alone is like an example of living your life to the fullest and not one day is, is not one minute, not one day is, is left behind. You're not giving something back to society or giving something to your kids, showing them a little something. Um, and it's been, it's been amazing. I mean, 42 years here on earth, I just, I look forward to, to more and more years where I could potentially um work with others who are you know on the same on a similar path of helping the human you know with humankind the human race be better than they were yesterday you know yeah. be brighter and 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 not live in the dark 
place and, and, and not just be not to be stuck or, or fall back. You know, you're it, absolutely it, right. You're like move you're, forward in life. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you're touching on such powerful points in, in the fact that, you know, sometimes life can come and just like knock you like down and have you all confused. And it's about just like being in the moment, it's okay. Like, you know, we all, we all have faced challenges. We all have mm. gone through things and it's okay to, to feel down. It's okay to feel depressed. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Like, you know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. we put the weight of the world on our shoulders yeah. and then put the extreme pressure on ourselves in, in regards to who we want to be and who and what people expect us to be and all those other things. And sometimes we didn't need to take the time to just take a moment and just self-reflect and, and and be one with yourself and be okay with yourself and and understand that you are human and sometimes we don't we forget that because we have to wear the different hats we have to wear the cape we have to be this for this person and especially for our children right right um and sometimes yeah. we just need a minute for ourselves to just breathe like <laughs> and i had to learn that. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like all right i need five minutes can i just breathe i just need to breathe that's you it know, I- Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely is very important to for that that, that me time. Yep. That me like from for me, I'm I'm mm-hmm. with the kids seven days a week, twenty four mm-hmm. hours a day, mm-hmm. and my me time, as you may know, I've been pushing for a hundred eighty days straight, run mm-hmm. walk. Right. And uh, it was three miles minimum, four miles minimum. Now it's been two, uh, because I'm trying to you know rest the body and heal the body. Um, but I picked a hundred eighty days straight. Because to me, it symbolizes a 180 degree turn for the better, you know, and, and, and I want to be an example of those um, that are struggling, whether it's mentally, physically, or spiritually, that there's, there's, um, that there's opportunities to improve yourself, to, to develop uh, a better you, um, to give the best you. And to live the life that our all, you know, Almighty God has has destined for you to have, um, and it's very possible. It's, it's very possible for many people uh, in this world um, to get to a place where they're so happy, despite how much money they have in a bank, despite how many cars they have in their driveway, despite if they live in an apartment or house, despite if they had like two or three divorces, you know how many arrests that they can still live their best life every single year you know um like i look at the past 10 years of my my wife and i being together married um there's been rocky roads and there have been times where she left and stayed at her parents for for the weekend Mm -hmm. times we yell at each other and there have been there could have been times where the full-out like manic depression the episode could have been you know out and about with its wrath and right. anger and, and deep sadness. Um, but I was able to learn from my early years uh, and, and mature from that. Um, I, you know, sometimes people may experience those conditions at their early life. Some people experience it in their 50s and 60s. Um, the, everyone's traumas and tragedies come at different times. Yep. And, and what I, you know, want with Soulforth is to be able to share not just the stories that I've experienced, mm-hmm. but like some of the practical things, some besides the inspiration and motivation, some of the practical things, the, 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 the instruction that they could potentially do 
uh, on a daily basis. The stuff that I'm not just preaching, my wife reminds me that I must be a practitioner. I got to practice what I'm preaching. Yeah. And so if I'm, you know, improving my mind, what am I reading every day? Right. If I'm trying to improve my body, what am I physically doing every day? Mm-hmm. Whether it's eating or physical exercise. Uh, spiritually, how am I connecting with God every single day? So this is like, it, it, it's, it also almost sounds so simple. But it's uh, not. <laughs> but, it, the, 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 but it's not. But the, the, the complex part is that we, we, we as human beings can make it difficult. Yes. We make it difficult by, 100%. Choose, by choosing to do something else. Yes. Choosing to do the easy part. Yes. Oh, let me not fold the clothes today. I can do it tomorrow. Yes. It's, 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 I'm it's laughing because I am guilty. Do you hear me guilty? <laughs> yes. You know, it, 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 it's discipline and it takes practice. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're all trying to be better than we were yesterday. Little by little. Like I have three ceiling fans I had to put up. It's mm-hmm. been three weeks. I put one up today. And I told my wife, celebrate you know, yourself. I know. I sent her a picture. You might see it on my stories on IG. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, tomorrow I'll do one more and I'll do another one on Friday. And then yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be good. All, all the rooms will have ceiling fans. Um, and it's just a little step. Even day, just, as, just like reading a book. I, you know, it's tough for me to read like a book a month. I said, okay, let me at least read uh, three pages a day. Yep. So I do that. I do that. And that's, that's something it could add up to be like one book every quarter, but then maybe right. next year it could be, it could turn out to be a book a month. Right. Some people do a book a week and okay, good for you. That's I, exactly. That's them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta do something physically. I mean, it's, it, it's good to, they say that not le- leaders are readers, right? Yeah. But not all readers are leaders. Right. There are some that just love to read. Right. And there's, you know, that's their that self care. That's them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's their self care. They're not out there, out and about. Maybe not, you know, speaking or being, you know, active uh, mm-hmm. in a sport or you know something uh, of, uh, you know, of uh, an activity. Um, but for me, like I read just what I need, so then I can apply it to what I want to grow. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's it's exciting. <laughs> That's and the what great it is. thing you, you literally yeah. are kind of segueing into what my next thing was because you mentioned so forth. And yes. so what is next for you? So like I'm taking it baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, obviously there's, there's no revenue. It's really just putting the writing together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to market uh, to the hotel industry. Mm-hmm. That's where I believe um, I have the strongest suit. Um, where, you know, people who are fresh out of high school, fresh out of mm-hmm. college, mm-hmm. Uh, they think they know it all, um, but they don't. And it's like, okay, maybe I can share something from soul forth that can help you yourself develop on a personal level mm-hmm. so that when you, you know, climb that ladder, wherever your dreams may lead you, whether it's to be a director of sales, a general manager, a VP, uh, or your, your own business, an entrepreneur, that you first take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. mind body and spirit because you truly can't get there to that place unless all three cylinders are are, are at its peak Absolutely. i mean you, you can be mentally and physically strong uh but spiritually you could be broken and at some point in your life you may become you know um, a regional director of sales mm-hmm. but then people don't like you because your aura 
your mm-hmm. attitude sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, we, mm-hmm. we, see, we, see, we, we met some of those people in, in our industry. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, no, you're, 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 you're not naming names. You're not naming names. Listen, he's never lying, okay? Hey, uh, that's he, what I'm going to say. He is not, there's not one lie detected in what he is saying. But <laughs> <laughs> It's in every industry. My wife yeah. is in the medical industry. And I hear her stories and, and I relate it to what we experience. Yep. It's all about just, it, it, there's a correlation. It's, it's, a, it's about the human being um, being, you know, like that, that they have not gotten to a place where they're empathetic, that they listen, that they, that they um, respond properly. It's that maturity level uh, where everyone's at a, you know, a different point in their life and, mm-hmm. and um, be professionally immature. Yep personally immature but what does it take for you to get to a level where you're growing fully right that, that you're not creating walls you're actually creating bridges mini bridges and and it, it takes a lot of work and I, I hope that i can be put in a platform whether it's due to church that i'm working with um whether you know it's just myself or connecting with people like you chanel like i hope i i truly hope and pray that maybe you know this opportunity with you uh, this chapter could open other doors. Yes. I, I believe I have messages and everyone has a message, but I believe that what I've been working on, I would say three of the past three, four years, I actually applied it and the stuff that I write can be put somewhere where it will help people. Yes. For me, it's first and foremost, it's, it's having faith in what I, what I do. And I believe that God has put me in a position to you know, spread a message. Right. Finance is like the last thing, honestly, like, Thank God we're okay, that my mm-hmm. wife is the only one working, that we're able to afford this home and, and provide for the kids, have food, clothing, and shelter, yep. and, and still enjoy life. But uh, she understands that I'm working on something big where if this chapter turns out to be two chapters someday, or a book someday, or a mini pamphlet to inspire one person out of a hundred in a room, mm-hmm. I've done my job. You know, I felt like right. uh, that there's more uh, to me to offer when it comes to soul forth. And I just, I just pray that God puts me in a position and the right platform. There are platforms out there right now and I'm grateful where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm not trying to rush anything, mm-hmm. um, but like, I want to write more. I, you see my writing. I have, <laughs> I love acronyms. It's my favorite. I have, I have life's alphabet that I've been doing yep. with my, with my, my miles with a message. And I'm up to the letter, yesterday was M, mm-hmm. and it, we just mentioned it, maturity, right. really grow, grow fully. Um, but I want to expand on the other things that I've been writing about um, in terms of um, when people have uh, regrets, ego, sufferings, and temptations. And the acronym to that is rest. What do you need to do when you have regrets in life? Put it to rest. Your ego, your sufferings, your temptations, R-E-S-T. And how do you do that? Like, there's, there's so many how-tos out there yes. that I, like, I like to initiate the conversation, like, with people. I love that. This is my, my first time being on a podcast. I love to maybe host my own podcast someday and ask someone, what are your regrets in life? Yeah. Maybe, you, listen, you can right. make that happen. I promise yeah. you. You need me to show you? I show you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where some fear, like there's that little fear in me, mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. Do I want to, you know, do I want to open up a... I mean, you literally speak, this is a whole other conversation to have, but you yeah. speak really eloquently. Oh, your messages you. are like 
super phenomenal. You could literally, like when you spoke about the 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 letters of the alphabet, you could literally do a podcast episode per letter. And it doesn't have to be some 45 minute, like hundred word, like 5,000 words. You could literally do like a 10 to 12 minute conversation piece on your podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have yeah. to be like a whole 45 minute thing. You could do 15 minutes. You could do 10 if you wanted. You could do 30. Yeah. It's up to you. It's literally your show. You can do it however you please. Like literally, I promise can, you. Can, can you manage me? I'll give you 10%. I'll give you fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, forty-five. But you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, when you when you grow your your when you grow your company, see that's mm-hmm. the thing. I I I I did acting for around you know ten years. And, yeah. You know, it was where you know you you have some agents. They find you gigs here and there. You do auditions, and they'll get their cut, right? And, yeah. And I did a lot of free stuff, and and I did a lot of projects here and there. Um, I I like the creative side more. I love. Yeah. I love content more. You know, I, I'm, I'm a home cook and I put out food content out there. Um, I just don't know sometimes when it comes to like the business sense. I mean, even though I have a business background, yes, I, I live in the, the ideals and the, the thoughts and the visuals, that creative space of words and putting it together, the performance part. Like you don't, you don't, you don't have Denzel Washington or Robert De Niro working on the business side of, the film they're not the producers or the production oh i get what you're saying yeah they're they're the creative part they're bringing the life of the writer's words you know on screen Mm -hmm. bringing it to life for me like i have these ideas and thoughts that i want to put out there but i just need that the execution piece that team yeah i need that okay like you just told me about the podcast yeah i can Mm -hmm. do five or ten minutes on the letter a when it talks about ambition Mm -hmm. Uh, um and i think and when when it's all said and done, I believe when it but the timing is right and with the book with the book launch and you know the 180 days of running straight has been completed and as an example, I mean I even I even have a hundred days straight of love letters. Right. And it's like four or five sentences of of tough love, sweet love, sexy love, and I want that to some be be placed somewhere. You know, and again, there's things I have control of. And this other things like, okay, God, you, you know what? You set it up for me. Right. And you, look, we only worked, what, three or four months together at the yep. Double Tree while I was overseeing the other property. Yep. We, 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 we held on tight to each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we, 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 you know, we, we, we clung to each other. There's something in the air where it's like, you know, I gotta, I'm leaving New York, heading out to the West. <laughs> it's wild now. It's really <laughs> wild in Arizona if you, if you see some of the numbers. And I said, you know what? Chanel is going to be someone that I'm going to, uh, you know, same connection. Uh, keep with. In touch, right. Yeah. I will keep in touch with. So yeah, it was, it, it, it's, I, I never would have thought I would be part of a project like this, this year. I mm-hmm. thought I was just going to keep writing and storing my stuff uh, to be one day put out there. And I think the first half of my life needed to be put out there first. And I, right. I'm so grateful uh, to, to be able to share that in, in this project. No, I, I appreciate <laughs> you. So how can we connect with you? Uh, okay, so you can, uh, my website needs updating, but soulforth.com, that's S-O-L-F-O-R-T-H.com. Mm-hmm. Um, my email address is john.solema, S-O-L-E-M-A, at soulforth.com. You can find me on uh, Facebook under um, John Ryan Geronimo Solema. You'll find me there. 
Uh, I'm also, I have two uh, Instagram um, uh, accounts, JR Sizzles, which uh, showcases more of my family and my cooking uh, and my running. And then so forth, a lot of the inspirational, motivational stuff that I've been writing about. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to transition some of the stuff I put in JR Sizzles that's more inspirational, motivational into soul forth. Right. I, I, I put most of my stuff on JR Sizzles because there's, there's more um, viewers. And yeah. I've built that for like over 15 years. Uh, soul forth, again, is like le- less than a year old. Uh, and I'm going to stick with it. I know that there's something, you know, a, a bigger picture down the road. But, you know, we know that, you know, a baby can't crawl or walk until, you know, it starts they're ready to move to. and yeah, and yeah mm-hmm. whenever they're ready. So uh, I keep at it every single day and I hope uh, people find uh, some inspiration, motivation from our podcast and all the podcasts that you work. And hopefully I could catch some of them on my own in the future. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You were amazing. I thank you for your transparency and your chapter. I thank you for sharing your story. Um, I thank you for being so transparent in your conversation today. It was super powerful and 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 a conversation that needed to be had honestly um i feel like there are so many people that have struggled um with their mental health and just how they're feeling and not understanding and hopefully in us having this conversation it gives them the confidence to do what they need to do to to be better get better heal and move forward with their lives so that they can shine and step into their greatness as we have Al. Uh, (laughs) so if you haven't gotten again if you have not gotten the evolution effect you need to get that today right now not tomorrow right now and you need to read john's chapter so forth beginnings because you know it's you start somewhere and it, it only takes that one decision that one step to to make your life better and to grow and to be who you want to be in this world so again i thank you again john and thank you for all of our listening audience for tuning in and do you have any final words for the people I said, just, just keep spreading love, everybody. Um, be most understanding um, with, with everything that's going around. But remind yourself that before you can help others, you have to help yourself. Yeah. So I, I pray that you become better, brighter, and forward moving in life. And everything you do, mind, body, and spirit. All right? God yes, bless. That love was- you guys so true yes we love you thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next time bye beautiful people take care thank you for tuning in to evolve stay fearless unfiltered and unapologetic until next time special shout out to all of our amazing listeners you are truly appreciated follow our host chanel spencer at chanel spencer now on instagram and facebook songs i'm from the south by d21 from black mob entertainment off the 720 god album find him on instagram at only d21 Straight out the south, we hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace, fuck is you saying though? Homies he playing though. Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them, there they keep talking. Know that they would end, little dogs barking. Step across the line, be south.